Are fam, how's your energy flowing? I hope it's going flowing just fine. I'm coming with you today, always with some juicy, always with some kind of truth, always with some motivation. But today, I really want to come and be XXX for extra real because I'm always real, <laughs> I keep it real. But the thing is, I want to talk about that L word. Mm. The hell where it is love, yeah. But see, the L word can mean different things for different for different people, and it can be confused with the other L word, which is lust, infatuation. I want to say this, and I want to say this in the sweetest way possible. It's nothing wrong with lust. It's not the wrong infatuation. It's just that some people, they receive love to be lust. And love isn't. Because, see, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is willing to bear any and all things. Love is understanding. Even when, it's, even when, even when you're frustrated. Love is when people can get on your nerves and you still love them anyway and you still care for them very deeply. Love is taking care of someone when they can no longer, when you can no longer benefit from having sex with them or if someone is crippled or someone is in a wheelchair, someone can't wipe their own tail. That's love. That's love when someone lost their mind and... You, you're there to help them remember every day who they are. That's love. See, we confuse this fleeting feeling of being close to someone or wanting to be around someone or wanting to have sex with someone with love. That's lust. Anyone can easily look at animals, look at plants. Anyone can easily have sex with somebody without any feeling. Sex is easy. Lust is easy. Love is hard. Love takes time to understand the other person and understand why they do what they do and when they really feel a certain type of way. So sometimes when it comes to Certain aspects of love. We don't understand what love really is because some of us have never seen it. We don't know what it feels like. And for some, even for some of the men, some of the men, they've never seen a feminine woman in, in their lives. A woman yelling at you, telling you be a man, telling you dump the trash. I'm speaking from what I've been told. I'm not speaking from assumption, from my own. No, I'm speaking. I've never been a man. I can't tell you what it's like to be a man. But I can say men need feminine energy in their lives. Let's do that with the women in their lives. And so if the if the women in your life or the woman in your life, because most likely it's women because it's more women than men. It's women at work. It's women down the street. It's women in post office. Women going to the store. Women Kroger's. It's women. Uh, it's it's women everywhere. It's women on on Facebook. It's women on Instagram. It's women on TikTok. It's women in the DM. It's women everywhere. So it'd be very hard for a man to avoid a woman. Okay, let's just make that plain and simple. So men need feminine women. 
healthy women in their lives that's going to really speak life into them. It's going to really help them recognize the feminine parts of themselves because some some of them have never seen it. Their mother, a no-go. The woman figure in life, a no-go. But love, love is so important when it comes to relationships, any type of relationship. Why? Because love endures. I don't know why this is standing out to me right now, but love endures. People have these fleeting feelings that go away soon as something real happens in somebody's life. And when things get real in somebody's life, people want to run. Run for the hills. Just like that SpongeBob, I'm out. And people have that I'm out mentality when they should stay. Some people haven't even had to commit to themselves. If someone is not committed to a job, someone isn't committed to working out, and I'm guilty of that. If someone isn't committed to telling the truth, if someone is not committed to maintaining their peace or maintaining just their mental or emotion, if they are not main, they're not focused on maintaining any relationship in their lives, then how the hell do you expect them to really love you? Because they don't know a thing about endurance. Only thing they probably had to do was just been on the toilet for a long time. People give up so easily. Mm. People don't know how to go like go through the roughness with people. They give up so easily. And they give up before the breakthrough. People can see you struggling and they'll give up on you because you're struggling. But once you go through like like they have yet to meet who you're gonna be once you get through the struggle. And they miss out, and then they want to come back in your life. And you have to look at how people treat you during the struggle. Because if people treated you the same, and then after the struggle, they still treat you the same, that's true love. Love is not easy to find these days. Whether it's through a friendship, brother, or anything. So we should not mix up the two L words because lust is a lowercase L and love is a capital L. Love bears no wrongs, no grudges. And you have to look at people's patterns and what they do, what they say, what they don't say. And some people are so used to lying and trickery and and using their voice for all the wrong reasons that when they come across someone that's real, man, they don't know what to do with that person because they, they've never had to be honest a day in their lives. Like I said on another segment, the lie or a lie have many benefits, but truth don't. You have to sit and face the truth. You have to sit and deal with that. And some people are not ready for that. Not that level. They're not ready for any part of that. Lust can look like love in the beginning. Because of the giggles and them knowing you laugh. Y'all hanging out together. (laughs) Hee hee ha ha. Little pet nicknames and all that. But when things get real, you start seeing people having habits and toxic family members and toxic baby mom, baby daddies and cord and 
people people not having cars, not having a place to stay, almost homeless. When real life when real life hits, when real events hits, when a real event hits you, can that person really still say they love you? See, when life get rough, that's when you recognize, do that person really love me? People use the L word too easily and sometimes too fast. I don't ever say it unless I really mean it. Because if I'm not ready to endure with you, if I'm not ready to be patient with you, and even when patient, some people say they're being patient with you. But some people only being patient long enough. Some people are only patient as long as it's comfortable for them. Say that. And as long as it's still comfortable for them, they'll be patient. But the moment it gets uncomfortable, that patience that they say they have is gone because they never had it. I'm going to say that again. Some people some people will say they have, they're patient only because it's comfortable for them. But once it's, once it's no longer comfortable for them, no longer it feels like a safe net, they don't feel protected or... They feel as if their ego would be compromised. Baby, their patience out the window. They have no patience at all. And that patience that you thought they had, it was tolerance. They tolerated you because it was comfortable. And people fall in love with comfortability, but then we don't recognize and realize that it's different on levels there. I'm still talking about love. Love endures. Love don't just love. Love gives people the grace to make mistake mistakes, not just one mistakes. Because people will make mistakes. People will disappoint you. People say things that's hurtful. And it's all out the ego. And see, the thing is, when you're in a relationship, you're dealing with some. You're dealing with your ego and theirs. And sometimes some problems are only an ego problem. It's not, even though it's in betweens and they have their wives, you have your wife, why are you doing this? Mm-mm. It's the ego. Some people egos are, you can, somebody can stroke somebody's ego. They're just doing what they're doing them. In a moment you come in their lives and if you are, a person of progress and change, you're going to almost force someone to change if they're in a lower state. If you way up here in the sky and they on the ground, it's going to force that person to want to change for you because they recognize that they, they're not on your level. And sometimes we date people that's not on our level, hoping that they come up, but then we, we start our own growth. We can do that for a moment. But eventually, that person had to come up. And by the time they even catch up to you, you will be so far behind in your life that that person slowed you down. And then you you recognize you're not doing what you did before. You're not going where you, where you want to go before. You're not talking. or you. Let's say if someone is a podcaster or whatever. You're not networking because that person is jealous and, and, and they don't like you talking to other people because they're not friendly. These things come out in relationships. Relationships have a way of revealing our innermost demons and the things that we struggle with. I think that's why relationships are so hard to have. And so lust, it will show over time if it's just lust. But real love, you press on through. You're going to cut off. You're going to do whatever you have to do to keep that love growing. But if it's just lust, if someone's not ready to change, which they need to, or if you need to change, if you're not willing to change, a lot of things could affect that. But people don't, people are not mindful of that. That's too far ahead of, <laughs> of the bracket. So all I'm saying is, don't say that big 
letter, letter word, L word, if you're not ready, just say, I like you a lot. Because you can love someone but not like them. Mm. You can you can like what they do. You can like their presence, but not love them. Some people just really like you a lot, but not love you. That's the reason why they can leave you so easily. If someone can leave you so easily at the presence of problems, that was lust. And it may just be for a moment where it maybe is love and they, maybe they were just frustrated. But if someone literally makes up their mind about you wholly and fully, after saying they can see a future with you and just leave you like that, it wasn't love. Some people use that L word to get between your legs. And guys do a lot. They'll say the L word and they'll be there and they'll do everything. They'll be that man that you want. And some men can listen to my podcast and sit up there and want to be that man because they figure me out. At least that's what they think. But then when it, see it's easy saying you want a good you want you want a you want a good man or good woman. But when it requires you to be a good man and a good woman, then you really have a struggle with that. When you meet a real one, you can't have a mask on. You can't be fake. You're gonna have to use the right L word. I'm gonna I'm gonna change. It's three L words. Love, like, and lust. So which one is it? Because you can like somebody a whole lot, but not love them. You can lust after them and like them a little bit, but not love them. You can love them and love and like them, but then you have then you have some kind of lust for them. All three. All three L's. Which one? Now, no matter which L it is. Just know which one it is. That's all I'm saying. Because people use that word and leave you high and dry. Is that really love? No. That's the that's actually how you know somebody really loves you. Cause sometimes you do gotta take a little break, or whatever. But the thing is, do they really love you? Because love is selfless. They can look past themselves and see you. They don't do something for you and not even themselves. And sometimes we can be so selfish. But check out 1 Corinthians 13, 1 to 13 in the Bible, Holy Bible. If you want to read that. And you're going to read. I'm going to read it today. Read it. Because you're going to find out what love really is. You're going to find that sometimes the people that say it don't know what it is. And so don't be offended if the person that said it really didn't go through with it. Because maybe they, maybe that's their idea of love. I believe that the biblical idea of love is the most ideal of love. They speak about love in every religion. But the Holy Bible actually breaks down what love is, and God is love. And God can't be explained. God cannot be explained away. or, or God, God can't. Love is something you can't explain. I can speak on it. I can even say my, my, how I feel about it. But it's unexplained. Love is what love means to you. So I don't know how do you view love. Tell me about it. Let's have this conversation. But anyways, just repeat after me. Remember, out of the heart flows the issues of life. Shay's heart. Till next time. Love y'all. Keep your energy up. Stay motivated. Shay's heart.
Greetings, Shay's Heart fam. Peace and love. Today, I want to speak about unconditional love. This is a juicy topic. Why? Because people really don't know what love really is. People think love is a feeling. I feel like doing this and doing that and... I'm going to be the man or woman in your life. But guess what? An event of things happen. Wham. They no longer feel that way. See, the thing is, people think love is a feeling. Love is more than a feeling. Love is more of an action. Love is action. Love is showing, not feeling. Because if love was a feeling, I don't think the world would be where it is right now. Or I don't think people will be in loving relationships right now if love was just a feeling. Don't you realize we have so many emotions in our bodies that we experience approximately every other second? Now, we went by every feeling that we felt, and we've fully made, we made four decisions based off, we made lifelong decisions based off our feelings, what would we be? See, the thing is, people don't know what love is. That's the problem. And see, it's different types of love. It's agape love, which is God's love, godly love towards us. Filial love, that's the friendship love, eros love. Then we have two other loves that that trumps those. It's unconditional love and conditional love. We need them both to be in this life. And I don't want to speak. Of, I don't want to speak of unconditional love as if it's the best love or the love that we all should have towards everybody, which we should not. Because we because we should be more mindful of what type of love we give to people and making sure that we are exchanging energy that we can get back or that, that can be reciprocated. But the two loves that trumps those other loves are unconditional love and conditional love. Conditional love is necessary. And I know in the past I may have said something different. But I've learned that conditional love is necessary. Because when you first meet someone, you need to vet them. You need to see what qualification, what qualifies them to be in your space. What qual- like It's almost like qualifying for a loan. Before you qualify for a loan, they need to check your credit. They need to make sure you don't... You know, they need to make sure you pay your bills on time. They want to make sure. They're going to do a whole background check before you even get a loan. But what if we did that in our relationships? We need to do background checks and qualification checks and all this other stuff because we need to have that level of conditional love in the beginning. Just having unconditional love for someone in the beginning, it can it can actually put us in put us in a space of being hurt. And I'm speaking from experience. So you can have unconditional love for someone in the beginning. But that's don't that's don't give a hundred percent of the unconditional love to someone. You can get like fifty percent, twenty five percent of that love, unconditional love. But let the other fifty percent or seventy five percent be conditional, because when you get to know someone for who they are, you're going to understand that people. You have to understand people wear masks, and when the mask come off or when it cracks, you see behind. The fake facade, the fake smile. You see it. You feel it. You can sense it. You knew about it even before. But my thing is this. When it comes to real life, we sometimes put our heart on... We put, we put our hearts in people's hands too, too early. Because we're so trusting. We live in a world that 
we really should not trust anyone else. No, anyone. Period. But the thing is, it's a it's a couple of people that you can trust. Being one that is open, friendly, and giving, I've learned how to give accordingly. Have you ever heard someone say, I love hard? I used to be that person. I used to be the person I love hard. But I don't love hard anymore. I love deeply. See, that that's a distinct difference. When you love deeply, it means that it's beyond feelings. It's beyond knowings. It's beyond the spirit realm. It's more than feelings. It's more than just how you, whatever, however you may feel or what, what's going on in, a, in the current, their current relationship. But it really is, it's based off my ability to love you. And think about love, and love is weird this way. People will love you based off what you do for them. But I love people based off what I can do for them, not for what they can do for me. And see, that's the difference in the type of love that I give out. I I don't know if, if it's called unconditional or not, but it's close to it. Because I give out big parts, big chunks of myself, even though it's un, un, unrequited. Or even if it's reciprocated, I still give that love. Because I know that that's how you're supposed to live. We're supposed to live in a world where we love freely, where we love whether it's whether it's not giving back to us or not. I don't believe in turning energy like like energy for energy. I believe it in a certain place because if someone is mis- misusing you and someone is ghosting you and someone just just literally butts you out their life and their energy, you don't continue trying to be in their energy. You just keep on moving forward. But when it comes to love and unconditional love or or the level of love where you recognize that you're not loving someone based off what they do or even their benefits. You're loving them simply because you want to love them. You're loving them because you know what it feels like to not have love. And once you've been through that process, once you've been through that, it allows you to navigate love better. Because, see, this word, I mean, this world will tell you, I love you. But then the moment when your life is crumbling or things don't go the way that they planned it out, they will leave you high and dry. They will. And they say they love you, but they don't, they yet even know even, or even discover the depths of love. Cause see, love perseveres. Love is understanding. Love bears all things. Love don't hold no grudges. Love see past everything you're doing and love forgives. Love is ready to, uh, love is always open and flowing. It's never closed off. There is no walls with love. But see, people speak on love and they say, I love you to get what they want from you. But once you once they don't get that, then they take back that chunk of love that they supposed to gave you that was really conditional. So, yes, in the beginning or at a certain period of time of every relationship, we all give conditional love because we want to be careful. We want to make sure Hey, I don't want to give big chunks of myself to someone and end up, end up with the short end of the stick. But but in order to fully love someone, you have to love them not for what they do for you, but what you do for them. And you will discover how people love you. Because once your benefits stop flowing, once the things that you once gave them stop flowing, once the, once they don't get their way, they would change on you. Literally, I had someone do that. I had someone say he loved me, but the next day it's as if I didn't exist. I was stuck on the side of the road 
almost in an accident with my children in the back seat. I couldn't even, I called this person multiple times and text them, not even response. It's as if this person was not even in my life. And that taught me a couple things. One, it taught me that people would change them on you. And, and, and next, the other thing, it showed me that he really wasn't honest from the beginning. Cause because when people change up on you like that, like like just like the next day, that's how they really felt all along. So I don't understand how something can go from this to that, just like that. It's because the benefit that he thought he was going to get, he didn't get. So he decided to move to something else new or move, move on to himself, whatever he decided to move on to. That's okay, though, because it showed me that the type of love I have for people is deeper than what people are really giving out. It took me being like both both my my front and my rear right tire being blown out, like like swerving right on the highway. Almost getting an accident. It took me being stuck on the highway for 30 minutes to an hour to figure it out that this person never loved me. Yeah, they were in my face. Yeah, they were all under me. Yeah, yeah, we watched Netflix. Yeah, we meet each other families. Yeah, this is, we had little, I just had, came up with a nickname for this guy. But all because I could not give him the benefit or because what he wanted didn't work out, he gave up on me when everything in my life started happening. I got things in my life that's new, that's reoccurring, that's just come in my life to try to disturb my peace. In a moment that I felt like I needed him in my life, or the moment that things are going crazy in my life, that's when he left and changed up on me. And thank goodness. I have support system and I have people in my corner because if I didn't, man, I would really be beat up. I would really be beat up about this whole situation. And I'm not. I was in a relationship for three and a half months. Thinking it was going well. While I, next thing, I don't exist. I don't exist to this man. He tried to break up with me over a text message. I pull up over his house like I usually would. And I saw a whole nother guy. So when I tell you people will change up on you, whether it's five years, whether it's a week, a month, three and a half months, whether it's two years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 some years. People would show their true intentions eventually. And I'll, I will be speaking on this in a later, I don't know if, I, if I'm going to publish it before or after this one, but I definitely was speaking on it and mask off because people wear masks. They play the role so well. They'll play their role to get what they want, but the moment they don't get what they want, man, that's when you start seeing things. That's when they say how they really feel. That's when those pillow talks and everything, that's when your business get put out in the street. Everything that you told them. Because you never know, because sometimes you, you are literally in a relationship with a snake. Sometimes you lying next to a snake. Sometimes you speaking on the phone with a snake. Sometimes you going to work with a snake. It's snakes all around us. They just disguise themselves. That like they they may. They, they may disguise their voice. They may say or wear certain things. We all have snakes in our lives. But thank goodness my feelings weren't as invested in him. Because if it was, my whole soul would be broken. But thank goodness that I've been through enough in life to know not to give my all unconditionally in the beginning of a new relationship. It was 50-50. So, yes, I was there and willing to do unconditional 
things for him. However, I wasn't willing to sacrifice my body. I wasn't ready for sex. I wasn't willing to give my body so so soon to someone that I barely knew. But because I wasn't ready or because of the factors in a relationship, oh, you bounce. And you pretend as if I don't exist. And that's okay. Because I'm the same way. And so I'm slowly but surely becoming that person that I really don't give two Fs about people anymore. Because that's what people do to me. But I realized that in my in the purest form of myself, that's not who I am. But I realized there's something that I must do in order to maintain that 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 level of high vibration and love and peace in my space. And the reason why, why I come on here and speak about these things is because people go through this every day. Family members change upon you. People change upon you. People say, I love you, but yet use you. They will, they will lie on you. They will run up your credit. They will, they, they, will, they will scam you. And we have to face these things. And these people say, I love you. And don't, and don't refuse the love L word with the other two L words, which are Love, lust, and like. See, the thing is, in the beginning, we have to recognize where we are with people. Because someone can like you. They can like you. And like is this a very shallow form of lust. Or, you know, it's a, yeah, it's a very, it's a very shallow form of lust. Like is like you like, you, you, you. You're comfortable with them. You like you, you just like them. You they look giggle and laughs and everything they do is just so cute. And it's almost like a form of infatuation in a way. But infatuation is something deeper. Infatuation is a deep lust. Well no no. Infatuation is more like a medium lust, not deep. Because lust can be deep, because it is deep. But it's different levels of lust. It's like a medium lust. But like, that's what like is. You know, someone can want to be around you, this, this, and that. But when a relationship get really serious, people start meeting your, your kin folks. They start meeting people that you value in your life, people you, you listen to. And when a relationship begins to get very serious, sometimes that's when you... That's when that when that unconditional love or the level, how whatever their percentage is, is tested. Because how much do you really love me when I show you my my perfect imperfections? When I show you that I'm not that I have flaws. When I show you that, hey, I may run off at the mouth. When I show you that, hey, I may have a I may have this habit. I may drink too much. I may smoke too much. I may I may talk too much. I may not get enough sleep. I may worry too much. I may, I may not, I may be concerned about other people, whatever, whatever your habit is. Cause a habit don't have to be anything necessary outside yourself. It can be something inside yourself that you struggle with, but we all have habits that we're trying to break. But when you love someone, you're willing to sacrifice and give everything for them. And see, the thing is people expect this level of love in the beginning but yet, they don't even give that same level of energy towards their relationship. They give you wishy-washiness. They can be consistent for a while, but still they're sneaky because they're doing they're doing them. And see, the thing is, and I don't want to make this a long segment, but I just speak on a couple of foundations of fundamental. Oh, that's, that's relationships. See. It's a certain level of foundation that needs to be set in the beginning. It's like a building a house. Making sure that the foundation is where it needs to be. Every relationship needs a foundation. But you have to figure out what, what's the level of foundation in your relationship. Is it like? Is it lust? Is it, is it that infatuation that you may have? Because, see, lust is tricky because you think lust is love. 
because you're hanging out with one another, you all booed up and kissed and you're watching Netflix and eating and you're doing all these different things. You're hanging out, you're going out. <laughs> but the moment things get real, that's when some people run. And that's how you know it's not love. That's how you know it's lust. Because like is this on a shallow version. Lust is somewhere in the middle. Because see, lust can be a shallow, medium, or deep. It's lust is like the beginning part of the, the the beginning part of the physical part of the relationship. That's when sex can be involved. That's why it's important not to have sex too soon. Because when you have sex too soon and that relationship don't work out, it's it's like you have a soul tie with that person. Not just physically, but emotionally, spiritually. We can spiritually have a, we can have a spiritual soul tie with someone that we never had sex with. But that's for another segment. But you have to know the different ails. In love, it's going to persevere. It's going to, you're going to see that person be patient. See, love is patient. And I, and, and I think people, like, some people that's not patient for anything. And if a guy is used to having sex like that, or, or used to a woman giving up for, but within a week or so, he's not going to want to wait for three months or something. He's going to think you're not interested in him. Because these times and days, everyone is having sex. But everyone is not trying to, everybody isn't trying to have sex with everybody they meet. So it's like, if you're going to have some level of integrity in, in dating or dating with a purpose, then you want to eventually be in this headspace of, hey, if I'm doing this with intention, I want to make sure this person's going to be in my life long, long, like for a while, long term. And so the three L's will help you determine that. And I may, and you know what? I made us do a segment on it because I think I need to go in more in depth with it because some people don't know the difference. That's remind me or I remind myself to do it. But I just don't think it's right that people use the L word. And say it's love, but really it's lust or like. And people are loyal to people that they know. See, it's a it's a certain familiar. It's like people come familiar. Like with romance, you get familiar. You get familiar with the person's actions and their inclinations and like when like how you know when they're said and all that. And see, him and I, we were just getting to this place, this page, this state, where he can pick up on my uh, energy. He can pick up on what I'm sad, sad or whatnot, over the phone or whatnot. He's around me. He just started picking this up. That's, that's, the, that's the beginning part of any healthy relationship. And he gave up due to impatience, which is so crazy. Why would you give up when things are just getting good? All because I can give you a nut. And see, people want good relationships because of a nut. And once you get it, you feeling good and all that, but it's like a high. It's like drinking coffee or smoking. You feel good for the moment, but once you come down off of it, the problems are still there. Life is still happening. What happens if you let go of uh, one of the probably one of the best relationships in your life because she won't give you a nut or he won't give you a nut? Get it yourself. No one is obligated to have sex with you just because they're dating you in the beginning. No one's body is yours unless unless y'all married. Unless you put a ring on that thing, say I want to be there. And technically, when you have sex, you're married. But that's a whole other story. Not here to to condemn someone for having sex, having a good time. Because I've had my good times. It's just I'm in a place where I'm settled. I want to have real connections. I don't want to have that fleeting lust. And then the next day or the next month, you're gone out of my life. Then my daughters get used to you and now they have to get used to me being single again. 
I'm not going to go through that cycle in my life. And my daughters notice when I'm in, in a healthy relationship, I'm not. So I'm not going to put them through that. I'm not going to put myself through that. But when it comes down to really real love, people don't know what it is. Because if they did, we won't have all these divorces and breakups and people not in for a long while. But see, what people don't understand is real relationships take real work. It's their fleeting lust and infatuation and all that. It goes away. It comes back again, too. It's not the only part of a relationship. The, one of the biggest, one of the, one of the ways, you know, you're elevating to the next level in a relationship past, you know, being familiar with one another is when problems arrive. Uh, when you run, when it, like once you start seeing real things, real habits these people have, like will you run or will you stick with them? And the people that stick with the people, use are the people that they they want to stick in for or stay in for a long run. But what what ends up happening at times? One person want to stay there and, and be there and work it through, but the other person they run. And one thing I learned from from Tyler Perry. When people leave, let them leave. They don't, they don't go and do what they need to do and come back around. And when they when they reach a point in time in their life, they're going to remember that person that was there. They want to stick it through. And people are not even fighting for relationships anymore because they figure they can get another one. But you're constantly entering like relationship hopping, but you're not understanding that God wants us to be in long-time relationship, like for a long time. Whether it's friendship, business partners, jobs, and people sit here and take they take relationships very lightly. They want to, they like that title. It make you see the thing is a woman, when a man is saying, I want to be your man, do I want to protect you, and all this stuff, and he's doing that, it makes us feel good because emotionally it, it comforts us. Because we want to feel protected. But then when a woman is giving her body, giving her mind, giving her encouragement, and giving giving that man and feeding that man's soul and spirit and his emotions, wow. It's two people, two people in love. But what happens when one person is they stop looking at those things and they start looking purely at the physical. That's where you miss the mark. That's where you drop the ball. But we must we 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 must not take relationships lightly. If you say don't use that don't use the L word and say love if you don't mean it. Because if you don't mean it, someone will always get hurt. And a couple segments ago, I mentioned choices. And we have three paths. And sometimes with love, we make that choice. One of my biggest mistakes is that I trust people and I give too much information too soon. And when that person have a qualified, went through their process, just like you getting a loan, a business loan or anything. Any kind of any, any kind of loan you, you need to get, need to sign off on a dotted line, need to qualify, your credit need to check out. But we, if we did that with people, we won't be, we won't be we won't be hurt. Nothing would phase us anymore because we recognize that people are fake until they have to be real. And that's like I mentioned in another segment. I think either you're gonna hear it or or I've already posted it that it's more benefits than telling a lie than the truth. So when it comes down to real relationships, people need to really be mindful and really, really, really be careful about the L word. Because if you don't mean it, don't say it. Because you may be missing out on one of the biggest blessings of your life. And expectations is another one. People expect so much out of people. In the beginning, but then when it slows down, 
that's when the romance fall oh, like that's when the infatuation or romance romantic part of it isn't isn't as powerful that's when things get real some people they're not ready for real real relationships that's the problem real relationships going to have problems you may argue more than you even smile at one another in a moment that someone disturbs your peace, like, no, nah, I'm good. No, nah. relationship's so fleeting now because people don't know what it means to actually stick through it. They don't know what love really means because they haven't been shown love. All they see is toxicity. Toxicity. All they see is family members and arguments and people not being together. That's why it's important in the, in the beginning to really look at uh, like the blind spots. Allow people, allow your new People to meet your blind spots. Your blind spots are people that's accountable for you. People that know you better than you. And they and, and for women, it's very important for women to introduce their male friends or even your bisexual, whoever you want to introduce who to who. Like, make sure you have healthy males around if you are interested in men. So those men can actually reevaluate that new guy. Instead of y'all being booed up all by yourselves, you think, yeah, you're so in love, and you barely went out to the movies. Because they say movies too high. Movies are high. But so is love. It's a cost to it. It's a payment, because your heart, your heart is that payment. Your heart is the one that takes all the blows after, when it don't work out. Or when someone, say, when someone says something that's hurtful. Your heart is that payment. Your feelings are that payment. Your time is that payment. And unconditional love or conditional love, we need to have them both. Even if we are in a long-term relationship, because some people, they're still navigating what that means. And that's the truth of the matter. I don't know what you think. People don't know what love is. But yet they say love you. When I say I love you, I really do mean it. Like, you call me at any time, and even if I miss your phone call, email me. I will get back with you as soon as I can. Everyone isn't like that. Everyone isn't built for that. I'm built for love. I'm built for unconditional, steady love where if I had an aneurysm or if I can walk or bathe myself and I lost my mind, you would bathe me and change my diapers and fix my food and deal with me. That's the type of love I'm talking about. People have this shallow version of love. This romantic, yeah, we all booed up. Mm-hmm. I don't think, no. I don't care about that vacation, vacation type of Facebook, social media type of love. That's fake to me. Because in real life, we argue. You're going to wake up morning breath. You're going to have bad sex sometimes. You're going to have smells. You're going to have to deal with toxic people in their lives. You're going to have to have those hard conversations. People are going to have to reevaluate their friendships. Because some people are just snakes in other people's lives, and you want the best for them. But people can't see that, and that's fine. I can at least say I've vetted and I've dated long enough to know what I want and what I don't want. And what I know I don't want is fake love. In the moment that those benefits don't benefit you, you run when I need you the most, you never loved me in the beginning. It was just a like or lust. So it's just me venting and releasing some stuff. But it's fine. Because that's what life is about. Learning. Enduring. Experiencing. And that was an experience for me. One hell of it. And thank goodness I wasn't, my feelings wasn't always in it. All all the way in it. Because and my feelings are always all the way in. I'm not saying I didn't care for the guy. I care for him very much. I still do. It's just that I was giving it time and taking it slow and getting to know him. And that's something I didn't do before. Well, I, I've taken it slow before, but it's like I was actually getting to fall in love. Like, I'm falling in love with him or rise in love with him. Let me say that. And I was just beginning to rise in love with him. I was just beginning to, like the tip of it. 
while I'm it happened. So protection is, is rejection, people. So I speak what I talk about. I speak what I've been through and I speak what's real. So another one bites the dust and it's okay because it's just loss. It really is. But at the end of the day, you know, that doesn't change my energy because it hasn't affected my life. I got a lot of benefits from that relationship and I learned how to be open. I learned how that love is real. And I learned that, you know, taking it slow and getting to know someone is amazing. And and being open and having no walls or no uh, or not allowing my past to determine my future. I learned a lot from him. I learned basic skills from him. I learned a lot from this guy. And I'm going to take that, put on, put it on my resume. So when, once I'm married, oh, you know how he's like, like ex-jobs? He's going to be an ex-job. That's how I see it. Anyways, I don't feel any way about it concerning that. I just, how I feel somewhere about it still, but it's like remnants of it. Cause it's still fresh, but I've spoken on love, but then this stuff, it gets real when it comes to like unconditional love. Don't come in. I love hard. Well, that's the reason why you always heartbroken. Love deep. Stay grounded in relationships. Stay prayed, prayed up. Don't start. Once God get hood, don't start praying. Once you get in relationship, don't stop. Show, don't stop showing yourself self love. Keep doing that. Because that's going to be your grounding. It's going to be, your, it's going to help you with your discernment when something is off. And that's our, that's one of our biggest issues as women. We do that. We have self-love, self-love, all me, team me, me, myself, and I. But once we get in a relationship, then once it's, once it's over, we're all broken and you're taking a long time to date again. No, get back on that horse if you that's something you want to do. Just... Don't be so emotionally involved too early. And don't give of yourself because whether or not you will believe it or not, ladies, when we give ourselves to a man too early, we give away our power. We give that man power and access to us that he still have, even after the relationship is over. That's the difference between a man and a woman. A man don't have, you know, he don't have a, a portal inside of him. He don't have a vagina. Women do. And I think women, as a woman, we need to start reassessing who we sleep with. Unless you just want to have a whole bunch of people in your portal pool or your, your whatever. I'm just saying women feel things deeply because we are meant to do that. That's why it's hard to release people from us once we've, once we've let them go or once we are no longer involved with them sexually. That's why I'm like, I don't want to involve myself sexually with a guy if I don't see it long term. Even if I see it long term, I need to see what this guy's head is. Is Are we on the same play, uh, stage? And we're not, then I'm not going to give myself to you. I'm not going to give you head. I'm not going to give you none of that because you don't deserve that yet. You have to earn sex for, for me. You have to earn it. You have to earn it. Sex isn't an automatic giving this because we're in a relationship. No, we're in a relationship because I'm getting to know you. It's deeper than sex. Sex is part of it, but it's not the only part. So, I'm just venting and ranting. I hope someone said, mm. you know, because it frustrates me that people say love, but then they don't mean it. Then when stuff goes down, they looking like they looking real crazy and retarded. I'm trying to help y'all out here. This is my life here. I'm talking about my heart that I'm talking about. And I hope that this helps somebody share it, whatever. Because people use their L words to give they want, but they really don't mean it. And when they really don't mean it, accept it for what it is. Somebody change it, we can keep on going. Don't 
do the same thing they're doing to you. Oh, never turn. And it's a scripture. I'm going I'm to I'm leave this segment with the scripture because it was on my heart and someone spoke it to me. Romans 12, 21 said, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. So pretty much if someone changes on you, someone just treats you badly and you've been the best man or woman to them. Trust me. Don't return. Don't return energy for energy. Don't do that. This is what you need to do. If that person contacts you again, burns a bridge with you, and if they are in a crisis of any kind, yeah, be there for them if you can. Because God's going to bless you. Now, anybody that's ever done me wrong, it's always been a point in time where I've always had to literally be in a space of being there for them in some type of way. It was an opportunity, and I I really do believe it was a test. Like God was testing my 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 patience or my, or, or my willing to forgive or something. Like I'm like this person hurt me. God was like, yeah, but can you can you still love them despite what they did? And that's unconditional love. You loving people despite what they do, because you know they gonna mess up. You know they're going to mess up. You know that they're going to mess up, but you give them the grace to mess up. And that's where true forgiveness comes through. That's when someone can cheat on you, but you still can love them. You can have a stronger relationship at times. Sometimes not so much. I don't know why I'm on this subject, but I feel like God is just helping me to say this because someone's going to listen to this. You're going to listen to this and you're like, wow. But true love, unconditional love, requires forgiveness and giving people grace to mess up. Giving people the grace not to be perfect. Giving people the grace to not be that person. And even if they show you that they're not that, they're not that person you thought they were, do you expect them to be? You still love them anyway just for being themselves. That's unconditional love. Now, if you don't have that, do not say that. Do not say I love you. Because you don't love that person. You like the idea of them. You like what they do for you. You like the benefits, but you don't like them. You don't love them. You may like them. You may have some kind of lust for them, but it's not love. It's not the unconditional love. Because people will love you based on what you do for them. And not what they do for you. I love people simply because they are them themselves and simply because I love them for just being them because I can give to them. They're givers and takers. Some people are more givers. Some people more takers. Some people just want to take, take, take from givers and pretend to be a giver. Some people are users. We live in a crooked world, so you can have a pure heart, but the way to keep your heart pure is come into any new relationship with 50, 50, 50% 50% conditional love, 50% unconditional love. And when you come in, in a new relationship with that level, you're not putting your all in it. You're not loving hard. You're loving accordingly. You still can love deep, but love accordingly. Because if someone's energy is telling you something different, that's how you, you, recipro- yeah, you reciprocate that energy. If someone's back and back, you back back. Because your heart takes punches that later, you <laughs> your heart is all bruised and beat up. Because something you put it there. <laughs> and I'm at a place my heart can't take any more heartbreaks or any in, in type of thing. So I'm very careful with it now. I handle it. It's in a glass case. So if I give you that, then that's precious. That's the most precious part of myself, not what's between my legs. And I think some people need to know the difference. But I know that God is going to bring someone in my life that will appreciate that about me. But I can at least say I tried and I was the best woman I could have been. And I can walk away from that relationship with that resolve. He can't say the same. 
He dropped the ball on this one. And it's okay. But I think I'm thankful for my support team, my spiritual support team, and my physical support team and people that's there. And you really are my family. I love you. I have never met you, but I still love you. And I want to let you know that every day, every week, every episode, every podcast, every video, I want you to know I love you. And if nobody else loves you, I do. And I hope that I can have the same. If I don't, that's cool too. Because my love is not based on how much you love me, but how much I love you. And just like in the Bible, God loves us not based on our love for him, but how he loved us first. And that's how I base my love. Based on the Bible. Whether you believe it or not. But that biblical type of love is not something you see every day. So I hope someone said, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Speak love and light my way. Because I need it. And just remember, out of heart flows the issues of life. Shades hearts.